Warning, the following auditory experience may contain themes of an adult nature. The opinions expressed are those of the podcasters and not of their respective employers, parents, and or legal guardians. Content may not be appropriate for children, small animals, work, and your mom. Enjoy the show. Diabetes. Oh my god, what a mess! Of course that was tough. Oh my fucking god, I shit myself. Was I supposed to do shit that? I swear I'd never beat my children. I'm drinking some milk, bitches! We had gum at cheese. Well, it's because I've been drinking. Oh, awesome. If only you could see the glare. If I have learned anything from both of them, oh my god, the smell. I hope you're ready for a clusterfuck of epic proportions. Uh, yes. <laughs> All right, let's try that again. Uh, yes, welcome everybody to Bad Parenting Podcast. My name is Justin. I'm Jody. And this has been a clusterfuck of a night, so it's actually kind of apropos that welcome to a clusterfuck of epic proportions because that's how this night's began. Um, yeah, because I'm also, um, if you can hear the echo. I can. You need to mute your sound there because it's causing a reverb there. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. It's like we're new at this or something. <laughs> and it's episode 20. Yeah, you, you'd think that 20 episodes in, we kind of had this right. But then again, on the flip side, like at episode, like, I don't know, four something, maybe even five something, I think I heard Eric tomorrow rage quit on the mediocre show because his cable was not grounded or something. So if, if he has problems, I guess it's okay for me to have difficulties at, you know, episode 20. So it's all good. Wow. That was a, let's see, what time is it now? That's almost a full hour after we normally start recording, and it was uh, about 15 minutes after we had a Target recording time set, so that was fun. So if you were going to listen live, you're not there now. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully you'll come back. Sorry about that. (laughs) It's just been one of them days. Well, we knew we'd be recording late because of my sister's birthday party. Yep. And then I, I stretched our time limit a little bit far, and then the kids... Stretch it a little bit farther and then... Kids stretch something through their limits? No. <laughs> they don't do that. But we're here now. And I'm sitting tonight. I'm not standing. So if my chair makes noises, I'm sorry, but I couldn't do it. <laughs> I've been garage sailing all day. But let me... When she says garage sailing, no, she wasn't the one going out in garage mm-hmm. sailing. She was the one selling things out of our garage. I was. So, yeah. It was that. hard work. It was so, so rough. Shut up. <laughs> no, oh. I'm saying I was, I, no, I'm, I was being facetious because all I did was sit in my ass all day. I know. So <laughs> I had a, it was a hell of a day for me. No, I, I watched the kid. You did. So it's all good. The one out of the three that we had. Yeah, well. Because Tempe went to grandma's mm-hmm. and Ezra was at his mom's. Yep. So all you had to do was watch Trent, and I did who took fanta- a nap for two and a half hours out of the day. Hey, you know what? He did. And. That allowed me to get our new intro, which still needs a little tweaking. A couple of little tweaks. Yeah, a few little volume adjustments well, here and, and there. And there's a couple of things that I couldn't understand what well, people were saying. I know. That's the weird thing. It, it goes to this whole, you, you mix it one way and it sounds good, but then you listen to it another way and it's like, hmm. And so I'm going to have to go back through there and mess with it some more because some of the volume, everything, like as far as the waveforms go, the way I'm listening to it and the monitors went, sounded great. It was all clear. 
and then you listen to it here, it's not so good. But then when we listened to it in the car earlier, I heard I was able to understand everything. Some so of it. There I'm were wondering still if some maybe it's just in the cans here. It's a little too. Still, there were still some that I was kind of. Yeah, I think some of the uh, files are a little too hot in the volume, so we'll need to fix that. Yep. But it's we're actually trying to like become somewhat official with our own intro yeah. and not just kind of. Somebody want to do a logo? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Any graphic we, designers out there want to donate? We can, a logo? If we could get a band to donate some some music, we don't need a band no, necessarily. We don't need one, but how badass would it be to have one? Like your own house band, like you know, Fallon does or something. No, <laughs> I don't want a house band. I, I think, just want, you think you're going I, a little far. No, I just like, you know, if we had somebody that could put together like a custom I'm very jealous of the mediocre show because they do but have their own. It took them a long time to get that. I'm sure it did. So I guess I'm getting a little too big for my britches. I just need to hold on a little bit. Exactly. Patience is a virtue. And we do need somebody to do some graphic design work because that's not me. I, I did our logo. I have done all the graphics thus far, and well, I'm I sure still, you can tell. No, I still, I still beg to differ on what the term logo means because mm-hmm. what we have is a is a very very cool graphic but that is not a logo that is the logo for now until we actually come up with one i'm telling you you can know, use it's our it's not a logo I, a logo is a, like a little thing lo- i know i know i know I, I you're talking you're preaching to the choir here i'm just saying until i actually get somebody who knows what the fuck they're doing they can use these programs and can actually design us something from scratch and give us a real logo that little piece of marketing that's going to be used for other stuff, that little image that you're going to use for other things, is going to be the logo temporarily. It's like the it's the interim logo. What is it like when you know you've got a temporary person in office? Like it's you know a lame duck. Jeez, well, <laughs> f- so, no, I'm. Kidding. I put all this hard work into this podcast, <laughs> and I just get shot down at every angle here between audio not sounding the way it's supposed to, and <laughs> and shit not wanting to go until you know it wants to go, and the whole delay was due to a, my. Fucking iPad didn't want to play a file. Just so take a breather. <laughs> Let me talk about go some ahead. things. All right, go ahead. Wrap. I, I uh, been drinking a little oh, bit. No shit. We went to my sister's birthday party. Uh, my sister and and I technically stepsister is only three months older than me, which is why I clarified the step part because people don't understand if you say your sister. Stepsister. Well, if your dad was a player. And he had... Yeah, but you, there's got, you can't have a full-blooded sister three months older than you. Hey, so I'm just saying, you, know there, you need a clarifying statement. I, I, family is family, whether it's blood or not. It's just, you know, it is what saying. it is. At any rate. So she turned uh, 29 again today. Right. She turned the dirty 30. And I turned 29 again in September. Mm-hmm. And so we, I tried to drink up a little bit and celebrate with her, but... She didn't drink very much. She was talking. She was talking a lot. Okay, have you... Uh, you you should know by now that the family history on that side of the family... <laughs> especially, with, around talking. especially with the females. <laughs> you, If you're ever cold, just go collectively in a room where like a bunch of those women are, and you'll warm right up because all the hot air is just flying out of everybody's <laughs> mouth. And I, and I don't say that to be mean. It's the truth. You could be rolling out of one of their driveways, and they'll be holding onto the car, still wanting to attach out with you. It's like, no, I'm a bitch. bitch I'm out of here. I'm fucking leaving. They're like, no, but, but, but you know, sun and, and sky and clouds, and, and it, just, it, it gets to that point where it's just like random words are flying out of their mouth. You're like, okay, you're not even making sense anymore. You're just slamming shit together like kids do Tonka toys, you know? Angela's not that bad. No, she's not. But there are others in the extended family that she was stuck with in that room that are that bad. <laughs> That's true. And she's not the type of person that will just, you know, say peace the fuck out. Yeah. And see, I just... I she has, the, like, politeness and manners. 
intact. Yeah, well, no, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I'd say she just has stupidity and no way to exit a situation. You always got to have an exit plan. Doesn't matter what what you're doing in life. There's always needs to be an exit plan. Whether you're, you know, in a room, in a conversation, you always have an exit plan. And coming from somebody who is an introvert by his own nature, I'm a pro at exit plans because the last thing I want to be doing is talking about, you know, somebody. There are so many odd relations in this family that they'll want to talk to me about. I'm like, I don't even, I've never even met this fucking person. I really don't care that they're like, you know, they're having colon cancer surgery. And that might sound harsh, but I didn't need to know they had polyps, okay? I, I don't know. I, at least let me see that they have a face to the name before I find out they have polyps or something like that. So At least the kids had fun. Yes, they did. Which is, you know, the whole reason why we went. However, I am getting really tired of showing up to these things and having these people that I don't want to be around be there and nobody says a fucking word about it you know it's like i don't go to certain family functions of my own because there's certain people that i refuse to be around because of my kids safety not me i would appreciate the same you know from this other side of the family so that we got to figure out a way to rectify that because it's getting a little annoying yeah i'm hoping everybody of that generation just croaks sooner or later and then we don't have to worry about it speaking and this might be a kind of bad way to say it but but no the reason i bring this up is that it goes to show you that only the good die young. Um, unfortunately, in the podcasting community this week, a very, very well-known person, if any, especially if you listen to Geek Show, mm-hmm. Jeff Michael Weiss from the Salt Lake City area, he passed away from an asthma attack, as weird as that may sound, um, this last week on Monday. He, was, he, he left this mortal hoil. And that's a perfect example of somebody who should still be here when these other fuckheads can happily anytime get smacked by a car, you know, choke on chicken wing. I don't care. Just get the fuck out of my life and leave me alone. So why do we have to leave the good, lose the good ones and keep these ass hats? I don't know. But, um, so it's, I've been trying to show my support as best as possible to the geek show family and, and everybody. I mean, it's, and this is like, you know, some cross modulation here. It's affecting geek show. It's affecting mediocre show. Like, it's been people I didn't even know. Yeah. Listens to mm-hmm. geek show at all. Uh, well, like, a lot of it's because you have crossover in the nation because he used to do the, uh, the movie reviews for mediocre nation. Mm-hmm. So there's all these people that knew him and there's actually, um, Harry Trucker from up in, uh, mm-hmm. Washington, Washington ended up getting a standby flight and he flew down there to show his support. Which I could have done it, but I just couldn't afford it. So, yeah. Um, and it, I'm bummed too because one of my one of my uh, bucket list items has always been to go to Salt Lake City, visit the area, visit the guys down there, and mm-hmm. he was one of the people I wanted to meet. And well, that's no longer going to happen. So, but I just feel really bad for Mr. B because yeah. he's had a shitty three years between uh, basically his entire family dying and now his best friend passing on. I don't know what else life can do to shit on this poor guy, but oh, I. Yeah, I think that was one of the first things I said was mm-hmm. what else? Know, what, what else? Because I mean, let's let's be real for a second. Some real talk. I have a very healthy view on death. Oh, like yeah. I'm like, hey, the people that I worry about are the people that are left behind. Mm-hmm. In in this situation, I'm not worried about the person that passed. They are gone. Gone. Yeah. But what they leave behind is very important. The good things and and the bad. The yeah. bad. Um, and you know people are what who's gonna miss another person yeah. so i worry about i worry about the guys a lot i hope they're i hope they're doing okay they're too okay. yeah and um i saw something cool uh uh Tui from he's uh-huh. the pr- producer of a couple podcasts out there um uh-huh. femme fatale cast and a few others he and his girlfriend they got tattoos on their arm what would jmv do <laughs> those those wwjmvd mm-hmm. so what would jeff michael vice do <laughs> i was like that's pretty cool so 
it was a kind of a cool way to show your support, you know? So yeah, it was a interesting week as far as that kind of stuff goes. It was very sad and it was very, very sudden. And, um, it was also really interesting to see how the differences in how people think this stuff should be handled in social media. Oh yeah. Cause there was, there was people that were saying rest in peace and, and he passed on before he had actually, before the doctor, literally before the fucking doctor had even called it. So it was, it got a little out of hand. Well, actually, I'm going to say it got a lot out of hand. It got so. a lot out of hand. Um, but that little brief foray, I don't want to, I don't want to side, not side, bring it down. Well, not bring it down, but I also don't want to sidecar the episode too much, mm-hmm. but I did want to mention that because it is, it was a really, it was a real, I mean, like I said, I never met the guy, but just listening to the podcast, like I, I feel like I have, I feel like I knew him. <laughs> I mean, and that sounds stupid, but. No, I mean, that's the way the new media is working. Yeah. I mean, between social media, the internet. I've got some good friends online that I've never met in person, mm-hmm. but that I would, in a hot heartbeat, drop and do anything for them, and that vice versa. I know they feel the same way about me, and eventually I'd love to meet these people in person, face-to-face, but it, the, the stars just haven't aligned yet, so one of these days. But, I mean, it, it's just, it is that whole new the way things work now, and it was really confusing to people like our parents and our grandparents. They're like, well, yeah. what do you mean you can be friends with somebody you ain't never seen before? It's like, well... Just look at some of the fucked up shit that happened in your generation. You know, this is okay. I don't see there's a problem with it. <laughs> <Yeah>. So, <laughs> um, you said you had just read an article or reading an article or saw something that was oh, uh, yeah. what was it? CTFD parenting. Yeah. Because I really like the sound of the this. The latest parenting trend: the CTFD method. The CTFD. Mm-hmm. Calm the fuckest down. <laughs> and he's and they're talking about you, not your kids. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make that very clear. There, yeah. Not the kids. They're talking about you calming the fuck us down. <laughs> so um, to cite properly, this article is at uh, goodmenproject.com. I think we've talked. They did. I think they're the same ones that did that video that we wa- listened or watched to the the very first episode. Oh, about the um, man up. The man up. Yeah. Yeah. Be okay. a man. Yep. Um, and uh, I won't quote it verbatim, but basically, um, telling people um uh, that I love I love all the buzzwords they throw out here um people want to stay within the current trends uh, attachment parenting minimalist parenting tiger mother parenting i Helicopter have parenting, i have yeah. heard all these terms um and uh let's see using ctfd assures that you whichever way you choose to parent your child assures you that i can't i'm my inflections all my emphasis is way off just so you know anyway um your child will be fine as long as you don't abuse them, of course. And to see it in action, here's some example parenting scenarios and how CTFD can be employed. Worried your friend's child has mastered the alphabet quicker than your child? CTFD. Uh, scared you're not imparting the wisdom your child will need to survive in school and beyond? Calm us the fuck down, people. Concerned that you're not the type of parent you thought you'd be? Calm the fuck down. Upset, you're, <laughs> upset that your child doesn't show interest in certain areas of learning? You, yeah, calm the fuck down. <laughs> so basically, in, in general, it it goes back to kind of what that I think some of you and I talked about a little bit earlier is that don't put your own neuroses and psychoses and whatnot on your children. Just every, every kid's different; they're going to learn at their own rate. You can't freak out about it. I, now, granted, <laughs> the, I mean there are always certain key things that yeah. they have to achieve; otherwise, you might have a problem on your hands. But but nothing that can't be overcome. No, but on the flip side of that, people do tend to freak out like we had zach on a, mm-hmm. a few episodes mm-hmm. back and his you know extended family and some other people were freaking out on him about that they weren't properly handling her development and whatnot guess who's starting to talk now yeah guess who's opening up and saying words all on her own yeah in her own time when she wanted to exactly 
There's nothing wrong there except for she's a stubborn little shit, just like her parents. <laughs> I would like to go over the steps for the CTFD method. Okay, well, I think it's first you, you, you calm no, 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 the no. fucking down. <laughs> step one is calm, calm the fuck down. Step two is there is no second step. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. You, you, you technically take step one, you have to break it into multiple <laughs> steps because with some people, you have to draw it out in grand. I mean, there are just some people that you can't just say, look at them and, and, and say it in one step. They're like, well, there's got to be a step two. There's always a step two. Oh my God. I don't know what to do without step two. Ah! And they freak out. So yeah. But no, oh, I, I like guess it. This, this actually first, I, just so we're sliding properly. Yes, go ahead. Article first appeared on thedaddycomplex.com. Excellent. Just to be clear. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I agree because there are some, there's a very, there's a local radio celebrity. Uh, he's been on, he's been on uh, a, a few different radio stations. He was on NRK for a while, left, came back, used to DJ with it, a DJ who is now, who she's now on The Buzz, has a very popular afternoon show. Um, I'm not name dropping on purpose here, but by putting these things together, yeah. anybody from Portland should be able to figure this out. Yes. He, my old, one of my old daycare providers, after we left her, after we left and because we moved, um, we still stayed friends. His kid actually ended up, she started having his kid and he was freaking out. Like, his, I think it was like two and a half, three years old, that he couldn't, there was just certain things that like a kindergartner is not yet able to do yet that he was like tripping on. Like, why can't my kid do this yet? And she's like, don't worry. I've been doing this for a very long fucking time. He's it's okay hit. that your three-year-old can't spell the alpha or can't say the alphabet. Exactly. Well, you know, and he, she's like, he's not only is he hitting all the normal developmental markers for this age, he's actually exceeding some of them. Yeah, but I just don't think his speech is where it needs to be. And he was like, just really, really. And then she was said that he was like, really, she could tell by the way the kid was that, you know, he was like bringing all this extra, he, I want you to do all this extra work with him each day. And he was like, just piling all this stuff on. And she finally ended up parting ways with him because she's like, in my in my, in my child care, I do do what's appropriate for the age group they're in, but I also let them be a kid. If I were to do everything you want me to do with this kid, he has no time to be a child, and I will not be a part of that. Yeah. So if that's not okay with you, we need to separate ways. And he did. He pulled him out and took him somewhere else. Yeah. Which, I mean, so it was just one of those things that you guys, there's nothing wrong with wanting your kids to achieve and wanting your kids to be good, but there's also something very wrong with putting such a huge pressure on your children that you give them a complex because of your your, your expectations, especially if your ex- expectations aren't in check. And there's a very easy way to check that out and figure it out. You know, there's there's people you can talk to, groups you can go to for help. There's resources out there that can let you know whether or not you're way the fuck off base. <laughs> yeah. So well, And um, something that they brought up on uh, Mediocre the other day when they uh-huh. were talking about, you know... Um, kind of let parents parent the way they want to parent yeah Yeah. i I totally agree with that oh yeah there are certain things within reason like if you see a parent that beats on their kid that's not okay Mm -hmm. but if you see a parent and the i'm going to use an example straight from their latest episode if you see a parent with a five-year-old child that has a pacifier even if you don't agree with that you you don't get to say anything what the fuck up yeah (laughs) like here we can bitch about all we want because five is probably too old to have a pacifier but if you're listening to this right now and your five-year-old uses a pacifier and you can justify it to yourself, you can say, hey, I know he uses a pacifier, but it's because of this, 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 and this, and you're comfortable with that, do it. Because ultimately, who gets to live with the consequences? Yeah. You. Exactly. Unless you raise Dahmer. Then if, if you raise Dahmer, then there might be a few other people affected. That's there, that, that's the only time where I, that, that, I, I fully agree with that method, but I also fully understand that method can seriously fuck up if you get... because. 
there are certain things that but if you're uncertain if you're uncertain if your method is not the right one because you know if i cave into my child's every whim and let them have a pacifier until they're 18 is that going to turn my child into a psychopathic serial killer you have to think of those things mm-hmm. i mean i think of those things but not a lot of people do a lot of people think of what's going to get me some me time <laughs> what's going to get me to get this squalling little fuck nut to shut the hell up for 30 seconds so i can have an actual thought which i once again i fully understand that concept and i fully get i have those thoughts on, on many occasions <laughs> how can i make this little thing shut up because it won't stop then i'm like but the whole reason it's talking to me is because they want to learn they want and to you do made these it things. Huh? <laughs> well exactly and i had but but you have to be able to, and it, but there are certain times. Though, at the same time, there are certain times where shutting up is absolutely what is required, and the kid has to learn that. Yeah. There are just certain point, you know, and it's it's a learning curve for both sides. Because Speaking of shut the fuck up. Sure. What's up? I was making a phone call the other day. I was mid dial, and Ezra comes down and just starts. And I'm like, hold on, I'm making a phone call, and because I'm still dialing, he's still talking. And I'm like, no, I need you to be quiet now. He's like, but you haven't made the call yet. I'm like, shush, 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 shush. Well, in, in some respects, I have to kind of be happy about that because he's smart enough to know that until the phone's actually up there, your, your call actually hasn't been inactivated yet. It doesn't but matter. It no, wasn't no, like I, he had a quick, hey, no, no, I'm going to no. go do this thing. No, I, I'm not saying that it does matter. I'm just saying it, it does. It is. I find it funny because that's the type of technical you know very detailed very it's a loophole it's a fucking loophole and, and he found it he's good at finding loopholes i was very good at finding loopholes he also convinced me to build that whole fucking wagon by myself now i have to say he <laughs> he did a decent no, portion of he's it he's done a great job we had to build a wagon I would, for his because i would have stepped in if he had let it all drop on you so he did a good job you did a good job i too. did a good job you both did a good job i fucking engineered the shit out of that popsicle thing mm-hmm yeah. yeah. Put a lot more effort into it than I wanted to. So. Well, <laughs> and here he is. He comes home. He's talking about his wagon. And other kids have turned in their wagons, but they're just made out of Legos. And they're like, and, and I'm like, you're not saying any of this to their face, right? He's like, no, I would never be rude to their face or anything. I'm like, good, but you're right. Our wagon is going to totally be better. <laughs> yeah. Well, did you bring two? I brought you said bring you one. Okay, you didn't bring two extras? I brought an extra for me. Oh, no problem. No worries. No, we're no good. you can have it. No, I'm good. Okay. No. I'm good. I think. Shit, I just gave away my beer. <laughs> well, no, I just thought I saw you have an extra one, so I, th- no. I thought you had two spirits back there, not just one. Well, you so. only asked for one, but I'm only I'm only that far through my... And you add a shot to yours. I'm drinking these I straight. I may so. have added two. <laughs> oh, good lord. So sorry if no, I'm no, a little slurry. No, it's fine. But I mean, yeah. So it just goes back to that. Yeah, you calm the fuck down. I mean, mm-hmm. it really, it's, it's it, that's that's just the basis of it. Is that it's not that bad, and frankly, it shouldn't be that bad because you should be able to take care of this li- li- living, drooling, breathing, shitting, farting thing because you're the one that decided to go, you know, get your fuck on, and you create it. Um, I'm going to encourage everyone to go to thedaddycomplex.com and click on the how to hang tab. Yes. Because it's very fun. Well, and there's also some other good Facebook groups. I'm going to have to compile them all. I, I'm, I'm a member of quite a few of them now. I think there's one called The Daddy Diaries. There's uh, Insane in the Mom Brain. 
Um, there's a few others I should put up on our page because they are just fucking hilarious and some of the stuff they go through. Um, one of the funniest ones I heard in the last week or so was uh, the Daddy Diaries. He was talking about he my my uh, two year old toddler just came up and stuck their entire hand in my mouth. He's like, there are certain things that you can just never untaste. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't I I have no idea what this is, but this is this is videos called fighting with babies. <laughs> it's like puppets, but it's like grown. It's like I think it's supposed to be funny. Oh yeah. I'm I'm very tempted to click on this. Yeah, but let's let's research a little bit first and make sure it's not like a total complete waste of fucking time. Fine. So. I wanted to go on an adventure, an auditory adventure. Okay, so what is this place called again? Because I, I, unfortunately, I don't have that machine set That's up fine. yet for audio, so I can the, I can look it up in mine. TheDaddyComplex.com. All right, well. We're going on an auditory adventure. Yes, but. Uh, I know, no I'm there. talking. Um, it, but there's puppets. There's like a yellow one and a blue one and a red one. And you, we've all discussed my theory on puppets and how I don't like them, but actually that wasn't on this show, was it? No. That was at uh, in one day radio. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't here. So I mean, it, there are listeners I know for a fact that follow us to IODR because yeah. I talk, I've chatted with a few of them. You should go back and listen to the the recent episode on uh, IODR. I think it was episode one thirteen. Yeah, um, because I do go on quite a tirade about puppets because I was asked what my favorite Muppet was. So this is the fighting with baby section you were talking mm-hmm. about. Okay. Yeah. And they're just little short little clips, and for all I know, they're completely stupid, but. I f- I feel daring and courageous today. I feel like we should really. Give <laughs> we should give this a shot. All right. Well, yes, I am looking right now, and you're, you're right. These kind of remind me of the Muppets that were in that shitty ass insurance commercial. I think it was an insurance. I'm thinking they look more like the ones from the grocery outlet. Commercial. That's what I was thinking. of. sorry, not insurance, but Groutlet. Yeah, the gr- the Groutlet. Groutlet. <laughs> uh, Byron Beck. Oh. Something from the old uh, court. Bad I don't boy remember days. him saying that. Oh yeah, he always called it the Groutlet. So oh. sorry, it was well. <laughs> it's a holdover. I, I At some it. point, my mouse will work. No. Oh shit! There, there it is. Okay, so let's um, which one do you want? Subtle sounds, quite a spectacle, turning wine into water. Um. Ooh, the safety dance. That sounds fun. Okay. Let's do the safety dance. I'm a little scared now. Come it's on. an audi- auditory oh, adventure, y'all. Why is y'all? this program moving so slow? I hope I don't have a virus. Oh, wait. Maybe I should zap the pram. I, I think I need to zap the pram. Do, pe- do people still zap pram in <laughs> What's this? That's an electrical outlet. No, I mean these little plastic things. Those are safety covers. They prevent you from jamming things in the socket. Hey, cool idea. Is that why all the outlets look like this? It's called baby proofing. It's just our attempt to keep you around a little longer. Ooh, what else is baby proof? Everything, like... Okay, you know those little locking arm things on the toilets? Yeah. Those usually aren't there. So wait a minute. When you have people over and they come scampering back from the bathroom asking how to unlock the seat... Normally, they just open. If this place is baby proofed, why do we still get hurt? You guys tumble sometimes. You get into stuff you shouldn't. The only way to completely baby-proof a house would be to build it out of Nerf. <laughs> the baby-proofing just ensures the accidents that do happen aren't catastrophic. Hey, this little plastic thing just comes right off the outlet. No, no, no. Oh, wait, wait, stop. Don't. Nice job baby-proofing, cheapskate. I want to swallow this. I want to swallow this. <laughs> <laughs> what sound? 
See, I told you it was funny. It's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. That was actually pretty easy miss. <laughs> Alright. Well, um, maybe we'll, we'll watch some more of those in the future. But yeah, that was not, awesome. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Cheapskate. Oh, shit. It's going to try to play more. No, oh, stop. Stop. Oh, okay. So, there we go. Wow, that would have been awful. No, it just would have been loud at the wrong time. So. <laughs> Alrighty then. Well, I, that brings up a good point. What? The whole baby proofing thing. Mm-hmm. You know my viewpoint on I this. I know. Do you want me to... I can get into this. If, if you want me to go there, I'll go, go there. Go for it. I, the look on your face means this is going to be a bit of a rant. Buckle up. <laughs> Buckle up, motherfuckers. It is a money-making scheme. No. No, I mean, seriously, that's all it is. It's much like... No. It's just... I hate... People are probably going to get pissed when I say this. You included. It allows for lazy parenting. Period in the statement. It allows because, frankly, first off, much like everything else in this world, people survived for a really long fucking time without rubber pads for the corners of their counters and rubber pads for their fireplace easements and whatnot. And if your kid went to stick something in the electrical outlet, you told him once or twice, don't do it because it's going to fucking hurt. And the little fucker stuck it in there. He hurt himself and realized, hmm, dad's not bullshitting me when he tells me something's going to hurt. You and I came to a, a happy medium. We did. I, I mean, I'm not going to be... A, I predicted the few key things that I felt were really necessary, like the fireplace. Yeah. Anything that can cause a catastrophic head injury, I went with you on. Yep. Even though I thought it was still stupid, I still we went with you on it. We put in a few baby gates, but not a lot. Yep. Just I, like, we never locked cabinets. Still don't. Yep. Don't have a locking cabinet. But you tell you what, I ca- every time I've caught one of the kids in any of the cabinets they weren't supposed to, they caught an ass whooping and or a yelling that they've mm-hmm. never encountered before. And not a single fucking one of them has gone back to it since then. In fact, Trent went over one time and went to it. He goes, bad boy. Told himself he was a bad boy and straight up walked the fuck away. So... It's one of those things that you have to be vigilant as a parent. If you're not going to use it, yeah. I mean, and I and I and I don't. I understand why people do it, and I get it, and it's fine if you want to waste your money on it. <laughs> That's the way I'm going to put it. But when it comes down to it, for me, my kids need to. I, I kind of look at it the same way as that stupid ass. Um, and you've got some of this too. Sorry. Um, the paper that you can color the markers only work on that kind of paper, and they don't draw anywhere else. They, like if they would draw on the wall, it won't leave a mark on your wall. In theory, great concept. Except now you're teaching this kid. I can draw. Can color on whatever I can color on whatever I want, and it's only going to work if it hits this paper, and it's only going to make mommy and daddy happy when I do this because it only works here. So when they get a hold of that sharpie and they blast it across the front of your fucking monitor, much like Tempe did with that ballpoint pen on her grandpa's monitor, um, grandpa, yeah, your your uh, stepdad. That's why she was no longer allowed to use his computer. Oh, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, no, she drew on his monitor, his flat panel. So, but once again, it goes back to that, well, it shouldn't do anything here. Whoa. And but on the flip side of it, he should have been doing a better sh- job of watching he her. He wasn't watching her. <laughs> exactly. It was his job to keep an eye on it. So I, that's where it goes back to for me, lazy parenting. Yeah. If you want to be a lazy parent, then yes, you install all these things. Now, now, just because you've installed these things, are you automatically a lazy parent? No. no. I know some very good parents, very honest parents that install these things as a precaution because they look at it as all these safety measures are available to me i'm going to take them and that's fine but what for me it goes back to do i want to and once again this will probably piss people off but oh well do i want to raise a retard or do i want to raise a kid who can actually actively think for themselves now once again going back to these people who aren't lazy parents but are still using these devices 
if they're training their, or raising their kids to be able to think and, and make decisions based on cause and effect, that's fine. But there's way too many of them that install this shit, hop on their iPhone, Facebook the fuck out of things. Oh, look, I got this pretty little phone, which we're going to get to here in a little bit. Snapping pictures of it while their kids running around, you know, bouncing off the fucking walls and whatnot. We have the society that fosters lazy parenting these days, and it doesn't do us a damn bit of good. And people wonder why we're slowly but surely crawling our way towards that Mike Judge movie of idiocracy. Mm-hmm. It's because we allow stupidity to happen. We don't teach these kids to be smart. We don't teach these kids to actively be able to formulate a fucking thought in their head or to use common sense or to look at a situation and stop for a second and go, okay, look, I'm going to jump off this ledge. Down below me are very sharp, pointy things. Sharp, pointy things hurt. Therefore, I probably shouldn't jump off said ledge. But I'm going to do it anyways. Crying. Okay, you head up there and I'll get the uh, I'll get us some break music going while we're waiting here. Going to have a little minor intermission. This hasn't happened in a while, but one of the kids has decided to tell us to, you know, come pay some attention to him. So while I get things prepped here, and that was such a good rant too. I get interrupted in the middle of a good rant. That's always fun. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's see if my iPad will actually comply with me today because earlier it was giving me the big middle finger and telling me to go fuck itself or fuck myself, I should say. So what we're actually going to have coming up here is this is actually a buddy of mine, uh, Jed. He has a new band out here in Portland. They're called Astrotan, and this song is called Hips. And it's it's actually, I got a hold of this before it hasn't even been mastered yet for a final album. So he said I could go ahead and uh, rep it here on the podcast and he'd be happy to, you know, for the exposure. So... We're going to go ahead and put that on here. Take me out, shit. 
took me just to take me there
needed a place to feel free And right then we started building a team Trying to make a better perfect a little purpose, the only thing for certain is the sleep disturbance But ever since people started measuring time We've been looking for an easy way to settle our mind Take a load off, or take your clothes off Or shut your eyes and roll straight for the roadblock She said she needed something that she could blame And right then is when I offered my name It's the only thing I got that'll always remain So I'ma share it with you, so you can complain too she says she wanna find a cure for death I know she meant that in the purest sense But when I finally die, put on your Sunday best And throw your hands in the sky like Kanye West Put your hands in the air like you really do care Like I love to breathe You need to prove nothing to me The time got a price But the trouble is free If we gonna struggle I'ma do it comfortably And live life like I love to breathe Minor glitch. Uh, so is that what we're nicknaming Trent now? Glitch, <laughs> kind of like the Vanellope from uh, Record Ralph. Well, it was so weird. Like I went up to like soothe him back to sleep, and he was like, "No," because I be I, I normally do that, yeah. and he wants to come see you, and he wasn't awake enough to realize that you were the one holding him. Mm-hmm. He just thought, "Well, Daddy's being a motherfucker and trying to keep me in my bed again." So fuck this noise. So we brought him back down to our bed, and he's asleep now. We'll he just went, put him back upstairs. He when went we... to sleep instantly. Like, I laid him down. He grabbed me close, gave me a mm-hmm. kiss, and, like, snored, like, ten seconds later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a safety zone. It's a, it's a comfort spot. He's going to have to figure that out before he's 14, because <laughs> otherwise he might walk into something he just ain't going to want to see. But that's that's a whole other story there. So back to where we were, I was in the middle of a rant, wasn't I? Yeah, but I think we could probably safely okay. call that done. Fine. Yeah, don't be lazy parents. I hate it when a good rant gets interrupted. It's just so well. Sad. Maybe it was it was fate because <laughs> it was getting. Are you saying it wasn't a good rant? I'm just saying it was getting a little lengthy and a little preachy. Uh huh. I don't know what you're talking about. I believe in in minimal baby proofing, but these people that have like companies come in and baby proof their house for them spend a fucking fortune on it and then just turn their kids loose because they think that because it's baby proofed it it's safe mm-hmm. that's my biggest complaint is just because you're quote-unquote baby proofed does not mean that your children are safe it just means that your kids are going to become a lot more crafty about how they hurt themselves and uh, yeah i'm not going to get into that but so, um it, just don't just be careful just be careful but th- that actually kind of makes a natural um segue into our next little segment here 
a segment that so far has seemed to be somewhat popular because we've got a second content delivery this week. Yahoo! And that is our uh, You're Doing It Wrong segment. Mm-hmm. So without further ado, let's um, let's get into this. All right, so, um, sorry, I need to pull a level down there really quick and see if there's a way we can make this thing. I'll just keep an eye on it. So, yes, we have the uh, You're Doing It Wrong segment where, once again, we have sh- uh, people who probably shouldn't be parents doing... I feel like this might know, be a little sexist since it's always women. Well, perhaps... Men if, need to start doing this. <laughs> no, or maybe, maybe men just aren't doing it and, you know, <laughs> you women need to figure it the fuck out. No. We women? How about these women? How about that? Yes, I was being very Never generalization there, but you know, you get it. So what I love about the way this guy submits his content is he does it in numerical order. It, it's great. And it's, it's it's in a order of one being probably the quote unquote safest of the group <laughs> to the highest one being Let's I need, I need bleach I for my... my stepmom up to three. And then I'm like, you don't want to see the rest. <laughs> <laughs> Where the highest one is like, somebody get me bleach for my eyeballs. Yeah. So we'll go to the first one here. And uh, he's also titled these two as uh, Help the Baby <laughs> on the first baby. one. Which I think is actually very apropos because it looks like <laughs> literally if you rem- if anybody had in like eighth grade where you had to quote get like a baby doll or a sack of potatoes or something and you had to treat it like it was a baby. I think they did flour, not a sack of potatoes. No, we had potatoes. You had a sack I, of I had, potatoes? I had literally had a 10 pound sack of potatoes I had a cart around with me. So That's the most ghetto ass thing. <laughs> Well, I, well, because it was so good, I got a little pissed about it. I, I made mine so it could pee on people. I took some old uh, tubing from a uh, fish tank and connected to a squeeze bag, and I put f- food-colored water in it. And if somebody was holding it, they pissed me off. I just squeeze it and piss all over. <laughs> I was, I was a bored kid. <laughs> what can I wow. say? Yeah, wow. but literally, she's she's taking a selfie, and it's not even like a risque selfie in the fact that like she's she's clothed oh, fully. Yeah. The kids clothed fully. For whatever reason, she's taking a picture of herself, but she's not even like looking into the mirror. She's just looking at the phone. But the kid, he's like the li- neck. The, the neck, neck bothers me. Yeah, yeah. Like it looks like like a freaking well, newborn. I know, too. and she's not supporting the neck. She's not doing the stuff you're supposed to do. And basically, it's he's listing lazily to the left. And in Star Wars, you know that would mean he got some moves, but not not in real life. It's it just looks painful. I'm I'm shocked. Yeah. Like the the mom and me wants to be like, give me the baby. Just yeah. give me the just hand the baby to me. This is like one step away from, you know, SIDS. Because yeah. you're just gonna start shaking the shit out of that kid when you get pissed off at it, you know, it's 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 no good. Yeah. So So women, hold your babies properly. Right. Yeah. Like support the neck and shit. Oh my god. So next up. This one the poor kid. The kid is literally. You can. This is one of the few ones where you can actually see that the kid is actually traumatized. Okay, so child is five, six, something like that. Yeah, maybe even seven. Yeah, mom and is in a bikini. Mm, no, that's sexy time apparel. No, that's a bikini. That's not, it's a bathing suit, Justin. Well, goddamn, bathing suits have gotten hot recently. No, they've gotten all like lacy and shit. I'm not saying she's hot. I'm just saying that bathing suit on the appropriate person could look fairly decent. Um, but this poor kid has like no, literally it's like, 
if you've taken like a toy from a kid and just just as you just yanked it out of their arms, that look of just despair and fear and fright on their face and and just sadness, that sheer utter sadness. Well, and she's just old enough for this to leave a completely yeah, lasting impression yeah, on her like, psyche. Why, why is mommy taking that picture? And you can tell mommy's trying to suck her beer gut in too. Oh yeah, like hardcore. She's yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. You can tell. I mean, I've I've put less attempts at sucking my gut in when I'm walked by certain people. It's, I, yeah. So, I. Why? Why do people do this shit? It just, it, I don't get it. At least Wh- lock the bathroom door. <laughs> I love the wailing it up one because she's got the full-on wheel tail. Wailing it up. And what does it say on her ass? Let's supposed to say love, L-O-V. I think the E's cut off. Yeah. But there's a kid, like, I don't know. Is it, she looks like she might have a... Uh, looks like she might be putting shit into the toilet. Like, not shit, but, no, like, but like, shit. Yeah, just random things into the toilet. Um, and it's one of those over-the-shoulder... To- uh, so, basically, you get a full-on effect here. You get the over-the-shoulder effect. <laughs> you get the tramp stamp right above the whale tail with pants that are kind of coming down the crack of her ass. It looks like they say... It's supposed to say love. Yeah. But it just kind of... It's a Victoria's Secret thing. It's a it's a it's a hoe thing is yeah. what it is. <laughs> it's not well, and they look like she probably bought the extra large, but what she needed was a double extra large. Yeah. But they don't make a double extra large. But, okay, what what really bugs me about these things is that while I don't subscribe to the um, if a woman dresses a certain way, she deserves it kind of no. thing. But it's these types of girls here that have writing in their ass. They get pissed off when you look at their ass trying to read what it says. It's happened to me before. I'm trying to figure out what it says. Juicy, jacked. You know, what, what the fuck does it say? And so you kind of like do a double take in their butt. Like, what you looking at, motherfucker? I'm like, your ass. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck it says, but it's all jiggly and shit, so I can't quite figure out. You know, <laughs> it's all jiggly and shit. If you, can, if you can calm the jello down for just a second so I can see what I the words I have, are. I have exactly one pair of clothing with But you never wear them out of the house. I've never. No, no I have. No, they're jammies. No, well, I have Not once you've been with me. I back in my young and stupid days, I believe yeah. I probably wore them out of the house a whole five times. But but at least you're willing even to admit, in my younger days, my ass was pretty damn jiggly. But I'm saying you're willing to admit to the fact that you know that those are your young and stupid days. But like ever since we've been together, I mean, you've never you were, and I don't mind the like jammies and whatnot. But I don't mind if you wear them into public. I, do I think it's the greatest idea or the greatest fashion idea? No, but if I'm trying to read your ass because you have writing on your ass. Don't get mad at me. It's like girls who get mad when you look at their tits and there's something written across their tits. Yeah. Uh, honey, I'm really not looking at your tits. I'm trying to figure out, is that a Tweety Bird on there? But it's so stretched out, I can't figure out what it is. So just, you know. My favorite, and, and this comes from somebody who has tattoos, so don't take this as against tattoos, but it really bothers me with when people have lots of tattoos or piercings or have altered their appearance in such a way. To make you look at them. Specifically to garner attention. <laughs> And then they're mad that you're looking at them. I'm like, I'm just, well, I mean, you've got so many piercings. I just want to see where all, I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just saying, don't be surprised. And this one, the kid is actually like, needs something. Yeah, this uh, one's really, this one this, makes me very upset. Yeah, because this kid is literally screaming at the mom. Like, there's something, uh, maybe he needs a, a diaper change. He's God hungry. God only knows. But she's obviously not paying attention to him. It's more important that she gets a selfie. And once again, I don't understand this about any selfies. Camera in front of the face. It's so that they can use it on dating websites without personal identifying. But then all that does for me is as a possible... Let's say I was a possible suitor, okay? I see that, I go... Obviously, bitch has a butter face. Maybe she's got some jacked up teeth or she looks like, you know, a donkey or something. She's just not wanting to... What it says to me is, I only care about my body. Well, yeah. And then, you know what? That just means that you want to be a cum dumpster. So there's there's better things you can be doing with your time. But just pay attention to your kid. I mean, God damn it. It, it, It's just frustrating. 
Um, we're really starting to get in. He, he labeled this one WTF. So we're really starting to kind of wade into murky water here. Oh, oh yes. I remember and I this have one. to agree. Okay. So she's in the shower. She's in that one. Like, it looks like it might be even like the shower at the gym. Yeah. Like it's got like spigots. And, and she's got, weird. she's got the ghetto booty, which is fine. But once again, she's wearing the underwear that are probably, you know, it meant for like a size zero and she, her ass is like a size 12, 24, 32. They're really tight. They're really, I mean, it, I would be afraid if you were trying to slide these off her hips and something snapping and flinging back and hitting you in the eye. But once again, the kid is sitting here staring at her mom smiling while she's sitting on the stool like, look at my ass. What kind of example are you setting there for your daughter? But I think the WTF probably came from the fact that those underwear are at capacity. <laughs> I mean, they're they're probably a little above they're capacity. Into her like her like, hip bones are like getting the circulation cut off. It's like yeah, I mean, super tight. You ever see somebody wrap a roast in string and those little <laughs> spots in the, where the strings at in the roast? That's what you got going on here. Her rump roast is getting a uh, a little constricted. And then, of course, this this actually looks like the kid maybe brushing his teeth, might be br- washing his hands after he just used but the restroom. But if moms could stop taking nude selfies in front of the mirror with their children present, that mm-hmm. would be awesome. And whoever published this picture was nice enough to at least, you know... Put some flowers. Put some flowers. Some pasties some up pasties, there. pasties, something over the boobs. But from the looks of it, she's not wearing anything underneath that sundress except for her birthday suit. Um... Uh, yeah, I don't know. That one was just... And the sunglasses on the inside, really? It's not... Okay. This, this one is, makes me cringe on a couple of different levels. Okay, first off, not a good... I, I don't like to judge people based on their appearance, but this is not an overly attractive woman. No. No, no, no that's That's putting it nicely. Yes. I mean, I would even go so far as to say really not attractive. Okay, I'm going to say it, she ugly. Yeah. Um... And her boobs hang down almost as far as mine do. <laughs> um, but then there's this little kid. Once again, she's nude from the waist up wearing just some really granny ass panties. Mm-hmm. And her kid is right behind her like, hey, mom, what's up? You're doing a picture shoot on the camera. That's And, awesome. and see, for me, to each their own. Everybody has a different body type. Nobody mm-hmm. has the perfect body. Some people have saggy tits. Some people have perky tits. I'm sorry. I have... would expect if somebody saw me doing this pose, they would say awful, awful things about my body too. But your kid wouldn't be present. My kid wouldn't be present. So I mean, that's that's kind of where we have that, that's where the line of demarcation comes in is that the kid does not need to be present here. Um, so as before, I will have these posted in both the comments of the episode as well as to the Facebook page. And I would like to go on the record as saying. This is just 8 billion more reasons not to ever take nude photos of yourself with your cell phone for any purpose whatsoever. Because even if all you were doing was sending one to your husband as like a, hi, I'm home and I'm waiting for you, Mm -hmm. you never know what's going to end up on the internet. I think it was you on the last episode that brought up the guy guy that was posting pictures of his hot wife. His kids kids were freaking out because... (laughs) They could also see said pictures and they're like, guys, knock it off. I don't want to see well, mom like that. So clearly this guy had posted a picture. And if I'm repeating myself, I'm sorry. But um, guy had gotten a picture from his girlfriend or, or wife of mm-hmm. like 19 years, you know, some big number. She had sent him a picture. And he was trying to be sweet. Like, hey, and look, he was supposed know. to be trying to be sweet. He's like, look at my hot wife of 18 years mm-hmm. and how awesome she is. And after three kids and and but it was a skimpy photo. And I guarantee you she didn't intend for it to be a public photo or at least not for her kids consumption. <laughs> yeah. And um, 
the kids are like freaking out on Facebook. Like, Dad, why are you posting this? This is awful. Come but then again, down. on the flip side, if that was a purpose, uh, that could have also been some very covert parenting between the both of them. Maybe. But hey, look, you know what? We caught our daughter posting some risque pictures on the uh, interweb. So here you go. We're gonna we're gonna level up on you. You know, <laughs> take take this whole. Uh, fine, you want to be slutty on the internet? Let's see how you feel about when mommy does it to you. <laughs> so. Oh, what else did we have for this evening? Um, oh, Mom Rex car wall recording oh, daughter scene. Yes. I will be the first to go on record that I am bad about using my phone while driving. No, not yeah, you. I tend to send text messages sometimes. Not. Let me, let me preface this really quick here. I don't do this in a company car because I signed a document stating that I would do, never do that in a company rig because if I did, I could up to and including termination. So this is on personal time. Yes. Disclaimer. Big disclaimer there in, in bright red lettering. But there's this new, seems to be this new trend that when your kids are doing something cute in the car, you want to, of course, when your kids are doing something cute, you want to take either photographic or video evidence of it. It's just kind of the, you know, the nature of the beast. But you shouldn't be doing this while you operate heavy machinery. Yeah. You and I have done it before. But it's always been the passenger. Yeah. It's not driving. That's not even if I needed you to take it with my camera, I've handed you my phone and said, Hey, look, you know, so and so's drooling on themselves or they're being very cute. Get a snapshot of this for me, please. But I don't try to do it myself. This lady, she wrecked her car. Um, and there's actually I think there's a video that includes this article here. I'm bringing it up now to see if there is or not. But she was yeah, shocking footage of car crash while mom is driving the car. So, and this is, yeah, here you go. So let me um, get the audio back up here on this channel. All right, so we're going to... Uh, I'm going to uh, scoot back so I can watch this properly. Yeah, you red eye? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Oh shit. oh shit! Oh shit! Oh, and then the kid says it too. That was the funniest part. <laughs> Sorry. <sighs> Thankfully, it says no one was hurt. <sighs> so, uh, there's a couple of things I want to bring out about this, and I didn't actually didn't notice this the last time I was I was watching the video because I was the same thing as you. First time through, you're just you're like waiting you're waiting for, for it. You're like, Okay, they're gonna get you. You know they're gonna get hammered. You're just waiting to see when it's actually gonna happen. But um, choice of music, kind of. It was kind of lame. You know, it was it was a Macklemore song? Yeah. So, not that I always put on the best music when my kids are in the car with me too. But at the same time, um, your kids listen to that song. Yeah, not that. Well, yeah, huh? Have they? Yes. I don't listen to that song. Ezra does. All the time. Okay. I'll have to chat with him about that. Anywho, the other thing is, is that, no, I, I, I have, when he came home and he heard Macklemore's um, thrift shop, I had had a problem with it because the unedited version talks about big cocks and everything else. And yeah. I'm not, I am not one to keep cuss words away from the kids and music and whatnot, but there are just certain things that, you know, and precepts that, you know, they don't need to know about. This girl was obviously really young. She was singing the song. It was very cute. But I also noticed there's this wonderful thing these car seats have. They're called a chest clip. 
the label of the part instructs you as to where this part is supposed to go, what clips across their chest to keep the straps tight on their shoulders so that if you get into an accident like that, they don't go ejecting out of the car seat and through the windshield, splattering brain matter everywhere. This lady must have thought it was a nail clip. Damn near crotch clip, because it was way the fuck down there. So much so, the shoulder pads that they include in this car seat, shoulder pads, where they go? On the shoulders. Were around, you know, mid, like below the chesticles area, if she were to have chesticles. So much fail. Okay. Yeah. Mom's obviously looking backwards, recording the video, making sure she's getting a good shot. Kid's chest clip is around her crotch area. And then she hits the, she slams into somebody else. But my favorite part is you hear the mom, oh shit. And then from the background, oh shit. <laughs> the kid says it too. Like, well, uh, I'd be saying it too. <laughs> well, it just, it brought to my mind, um, there's a video going around of a father and daughter singing that fancy song. Fancy. fancy. Just type in da- daughter and dad fancy. Do I really want to? No. What, what is the fancy song? You've not. You've heard it. I have. Yeah. I don't believe. I, I don't. I believe. bet you have. I bet you have. And it, to be honest, sorry, listeners, it's kind of a visual thing, but um, there he's obviously recording it while they drive. Now he's already got it set up, and I don't think he's doing a lot to the. You know, he's not actively. Oh, is this the one where they have the GoPro on the dashboard? Yeah. And. Okay, this this was just no. Okay, I up until this video, I had never heard this song before. Okay, I didn't recognize it when the video was on, but this is what we call YouTube trolling. This is strictly to get traffic to your video. That this was so set up. I mean, this makes you know, like the the Real Housewives of Atlanta look like actual reality. You know, like real tell, like you know, real life. Um, so. And people are, I've seen quite a few of these videos. There's ones of the parents that are singing the Frozen song. Mm-hmm. There's ones that, where they, but there's been this huge, this you huge. You just spilled beer and no, you were it, totally going to go over No, it. I, I slo- it sloshed and a little bit, splished out, but it went onto the plastic thing, so it's fine. It didn't hit the carpet. Um, <laughs> I guess I, I didn't spray anything over your carpet. I'm, I'm we're good here. <laughs> no, but what's what, what gets me about this is there's been these people now feed once again feed into this attention whore thing where they set these videos up as if a spontaneous thing happened in the car on the way to school like out of nowhere i just decided to start singing the song it's like if this is so out of no, nowhere it's set up that's what i'm saying but they try to make it look like it's a spontaneous event is what I i'm don't. saying that's my point is that is that you just happen to have the gopro out that day sorry my point is, it does look set up. It looks acted, but that doesn't mean it's not real. It's, it still is a dad and a daughter. No, I, do, that part I but get. But it looks like something you and Ezra would set up to do. I mean, it just, it's very cute. That, that I understand, but it's the way, the way that it was built on most of the sites that I saw it on, the links that were to it, were like, look how awesome this dad is. He... You know, his daughter was having a bad day, and people were actually buying into the well, quote-unquote setup. Stupid. I, I get that, but that's, that's my whole point: is that like when I get bombed in here in the bedroom on Ezra when he was singing that Justin Timberlake song and embarrassed the shit out of him, that was not fake. He didn't know that I was fucking we sitting totally there. We should totally put that on the Facebook I, page. I'll have to. It's on my YouTube channel somewhere. 
But that was, you know, and I didn't do that because I needed, like, a bajillion likes to my face. I just did it because he was in here listening to fucking Justin Timberlake. <laughs> and I knew that would embarrass the shit out of him. And sometimes you just got to embarrass your kids. I mean, it's just what you got to do. My favorite video, and I and I know that it got taped over, so it's a bit of a lost, lost thing. Relic, if mm-hmm. you will. Um, me and we were seven. You and your, I don't know, you just name dropped. I already did it earlier. No, you said sister earlier. No, I said her name earlier, and I don't think she cares, so. Okay. I'm going to have to edit that out. Anyways, keep going. Anyway, you're always getting on me about going behind the curtain and all this bullshit, and then you're like, oh, you said a thing. (laughs) Yes, you said lots of things. Now I don't even want to tell a story. No, you were on a videotape of some sort. We wanted to set up this. I don't remember what song we were singing, but we wanted to do like this singing, dancing show thing because we got we got uh, dress up kits for our Christmas, I think. Mm-hmm. So we get all dressed up in these old timey, you know, clothes and all this stuff, and we were dancing and <laughs> fell <laughs> into a box nice. behind her. I didn't learn the choreography that had done, so I thought that. So I was just watching her and doing everything like a millisecond behind her. Mm-hmm. So when she fell, I you fell thought that was part of the dance. Yeah. So you decided to fall too. Nice. Exactly. <laughs> now see that's that's the funny that's the funny stuff that uh, you know happens when you're a kid or that kids do stuff like that. Like when uh, my sister and her best friend when they were kids got into a fight at Halloween about who was going to be the fairy godmother. Little backstory here. Um, the uh, her her best friend's mom probably still to this day does curses like a uh, filthy trucker. I mean, just had a mouth on her, and they're going back and forth. Felt like I got pissed off and was fed up because she wanted to be the fairy godmother, and she's like, "No, I'm the fairy goddamn mother." <laughs> <laughs> and so and I think we've got a VHS tape of that somewhere too, where you know what's going on. So that's the, that stuff I get. It's, but I mean, these other things they just it. People, we once again, this whole idiocracy generation, we have these people that buy in and think that um, the GTL, uh, what are those guys, uh, Jersey Shore, um, the Real Housewives, uh, these, you know, 16 and pregnants and teen moms and Don't the, get me started on all those this other crap you know that it's actually like real and, you know, hard hitting fucking video. Now, there are those that to choose to watch it to make them feel better about them, their position in life and whatnot. And I get that, but I still subscribe to the method of I refuse to watch it because anything I do that's going to give them more ratings, i.e. more money in their pocket, is detrimental to society. So society, I am doing you a favor by refusing to watch this shit. I don't think I watch any of it anymore. What's the... I mean, I watch Survivor and oh, I know yeah. you hate it, but I still watch it, but mostly when you're not around. Um, I don't want... I don't think there's any other reality TV show yeah. that I actually watch anymore. And you're, hell, I even watched like American Idol for like the first two or three seasons just because it was, it was. And see, I can't stand. No, shit. I can't. I can't stand it either. But I loved, I loved watching. And I know a lot of it was played up, so I'm, I'm kind of buying into my own stereotype here. But I loved the people who thought they could sing. Yeah. And we get on there and sound like somebody was, you know, raping a cat live on TV. <laughs> kind of like the, uh, I think it was America's Got Talent, where they had the guy that was supposed to be the dancer and he, his nope. name was Sex. Nope. That was um, So You Think You Can Dance. No. So You Think He... Was it? Yep. No, because no, it was the guy that had... No, it was the guy with... Um, what's his name? Um, Mariah Carey's husband. He was hosting it. So it was America's Got Talent. 
than he was on both. I'm sure he was. This guy because his mom said on live TV that he oozes sex appeal and you know he can dance. And it was like if you take your quintessential, um, like if you look at every stereotypical depiction of a D and D player or a nerd or this you know the skinny scrawny pasty white kid, long, long hair, scraggly, scraggly, greasy hair, oh. no social, no social uh, skills, skills at whatsoever. All. And he gets up there and dances, and I've seen, you know, paraplegics having an epileptic seizure that have more rhythm and movements than this guy did. So, um, it, I just I, that whole you know, so stuff like that kind of fascinated me for like the first season or two yeah. when it first came out. But then it was it got old really quick, and yet it's still on. And what pisses me off about that is you have shows like Survivor that are on like what season two hundred and twelve now, but they've only been on for like ten years, so they're like doing like you know two or three seasons a year that are still on TV, but shows like Almost Human, I know, and, and other good ones are getting axed because they're not immediately getting you know instantaneous ratings, and those are actually like good you know science fiction shows. That's why I'm glad like Continuum came out on Sci Fi Channel. It wouldn't have made it on any of the big networks here. And because they wouldn't, you know, get instant ratings. But the sad thing about that is, though, is if you look at like, The Simpsons, The Simpsons wouldn't be around right now. Oh yeah, if, if they if, if they, they hadn't had premiered debuted, on the on this model, the modern TV model, mm-hmm. yeah. Because they like, for the it. first two to three years, their ratings were abysmal. Yeah, some some really good seasons, but they were just abysmal because nobody nobody understood it or knew what to think of it because it was so or groundbreaking they weren't allowed to watch it because their yeah. mom was pain in the butt. Mm-hmm. Or the pastor of your church said it was evil and bad and you shouldn't be watching it. That happened to us for a brief period of time until my parents pulled their heads out of their butts. So, but otherwise, I oh one other thing we I did want to talk about this episode before we cut it. Uh, our friend Zach, yeah, his wife posted on Facebook about the uh, the commercial building behind their house, yeah, and the break area, yeah. So. Give us a little backstory to that. We already no. talked about it. No, we were going to talk about it. I said we we're going to bring it up this week because we were going to we 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 had oh. mentioned it on last week's episode, but we never actually went into detail okay. and talked about it. All right. So commercial space has a break area, not right behind her yard, but the adjacent yard, so they can see into her yard. And it's a cyclone fence. It's a cyclone fence. They're out there. They go out there several times a day to smoke and chat and do their break time stuff that you would normally do. Mm-hmm. She was concerned mm-hmm. that. People could basically watch her and her daughter playing. Doing what they do, yeah. And doing what they do anytime. And they could, if they were so inclined, use that to spy. I mean, I, I don't know what a good word for it, but formulate a, a plot. No, that's not even the right, the right word. No, I think uh, her biggest, uh, she had a couple of things. She, and she openly admitted, hey, look, I might just she, be the panicky yeah. parent here. Yeah. But from her point of view, it seemed like she was almost thinking of it like it might have been they, they, some of the predatory. Ga- well, yeah, predatory because some of the people seem to, in her mind, stare yeah. a little longer. I, I was of two minds of the mm-hmm. whole thing yeah. because my first instinct is, yeah, put up a freaking privacy fence, put yeah. up something. Don't. I mean, I would. I grew up in the country. I can't stand it when people are. Yeah. So basically, me. she was asking for advice for how she should handle the situation. Should she find some way to block it off herself, so on and so forth? Talk should she to go the to the landlord? Of the property. Go to the management of the property. What should she do? Um, and ultimately, it got resolved that she actually contacted the management of the company, and mm. they decided to put up a privacy fence. Okay. And so I'm not sure how they're doing it, but they're putting some sort of blockade. I think that's and it, and the it provides best. it provides privacy for both sides. 
so that's it was it was a good resolution. She handled it in a very calm, rational manner. Which yeah. she, she didn't like to just accuse the company and she oh, was yeah. you know the whole nine. And I'm I'm of two minds of it too. Of the simple fact of the matter is that for me, especially growing up in that house on Stark Street that we grew up on. Yeah. See, so you and I have totally different backgrounds. No, but I have both because I also grew up partially in the country because of my grandparents and whatnot. So I get the benefits to both sides. I'm I'm a very you know, even living where we're at now, it's a little close to the neighbors from my from my taste. Like in our backyard, there's no separation. Mm-hmm. Luckily, our neighbor behind us is great; she's fantastic. But if she wasn't, if it'd she be wasn't, a it would suck. <laughs> but so I, I'm kind of two minds of it too because having being a former smoker, somebody who went out to the designated smoke mm-hmm. area at our mm-hmm. company, I only had one place to look, yeah. and that's across the street into the mobile home park. It's across the street from our building, our company. Which also happens to harbor a bus stop mm-hmm. of all ages, from high school all the way down. So you, I'm, I would make a conscious effort not to look in that direction if there was kids there because of that whole, unfortunately, in today's society, the if creep factor. If you were factor. staring at a school bus full of kids every day, somebody would look at you and go, really? Even though I'm probably not even staring at them. I'm just yeah. thinking about something and staring off into space, whatever. But I, I, it, it looks to be, suspect. To be clear, I don't think that she was thinking that anybody absolutely had bad intent or anything like that it's just but i have to i think that i would get creeped out if somebody even vacantly stared into my backyard every day a couple times a day i would get creeped out yeah you know and so i'm a bit of the paranoid type person too yeah and so for me it was one of those things that i'm very aware of my surroundings and i would i would see what they were doing and if they seemed harmless totally okay or if they seem like some of the people we used to have living around us at the mm-hmm. Stark Street house, then I might have a problem with it. So I, I, before I had a chance to actually pop in and give her my two cents, she ended up getting it resolved by saying, you know, the manager's going to do this, which was great. That, that was really cool to the company because yeah. they, they didn't have to. They, they didn't told have her, to, but... They could have told her to fuck off because, frankly... It's the right thing it's to do. Na- well, yeah, but how often in today's society do companies do the right thing, you know? Whenever it's financially sound. Feasible, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but... Uh, my my advice was simply going to be don't overthink the situation don't automatically read bad thoughts into this just figure out if they're willing to do something for you and in general you know do what you got to do but but part of that is but, also due diligence and being you know keep an eye on your kid but she also has some very strong spiritual beliefs about energies and mm-hmm. things like that maybe it was affecting her in that way too it might have been yeah and that's very and if that's the case you know i i get that that's totally cool um so I I don't know, but I yeah for me because I mean if you I mean seriously it was a non-issue for me, but I mean I get why people would have a problem yeah. with it. Yeah, I'm just happy it got resolved. Me too. And the company actually did what they were supposed to. But I think it's a good way to show how you can protect your kid and your emo like you can mm-hmm. be the mama bear type personality without being a cunt. Oh, yeah, yeah, a raging like, lunatic cunt. Yeah. Like you can say, "Hey, I know I might be a little paranoid. I know this might seem like an inconvenience, but could you maybe yeah. do this thing?" I mean, don't get me wrong. Sometimes, you, sometimes you have to be the raging cunt mama sometimes. bear, but not most of the time. Because <laughs> no. there's very few situations where it actually. Well, needs we've to had happen. a couple times where that kind of backfired. Mm-hmm. Especially with Ezra in school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am gonna. Okay. <laughs> I'm going... Oh, you mean it's all Ezra's fault? Well, yeah. Oh. Well, that whole burn this place to the ground. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> so we 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 do need a creative cuss word of the oh, week, shit. Jody. And I can see you were totally prepared for that. Yep. She was so on it. She I was ready to go. I think I may have put more like three or four shots of fireball into that Somebody's one. Somebody's sleeping good tonight. <laughs> 
it's real spicy there at the <laughs> end. That was a spicy meatball. Yeah. <clears throat> I feel like I'm always using the same ones because it just automatically it knows which ones I like. <laughs> There's some that I don't, I really don't like. Yeah. <clears throat> Wait, where'd it go? I like don't know. That one. I feel like we should have some Jeopardy theme music go out here. <laughs> Dixie Swab. Dixie Swab. Nice. I like it. So everybody, make sure you get your Dixie Swabbed. <laughs> Just you know, in case you want. I don't sure if that's supposed to be a good thing or a bad thing. I was thinking of it more like you know to make sure that you you're not carrying something like oh. you know, go get your Dixie Swabbed and see if you got an STD. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like you know the, what was it the, the Tom, Raymond's Green no the, the uh, Tom Green song where uh, hey kids squeeze your balls make sure you don't have cancer you know that whole thing so yeah you have to go if you think you might if it was questionable I woman, saw, saw um, party favors or party snacks that were uh, swabs. mammograms oh yeah yeah I've seen those yeah, yeah. but they were graham crackers with the, the boobs squished yep. in between them yep. <laughs> Loved it. that was pretty hilarious Alrighty then. Well, this has been another episode of Bad Parenting Podcast in the books. Um, episode 20, a milestone, so to speak. Yeah. Um, it means we've been doing it for 20 weeks. Technically 21 since we were sick the one week. Yep. So we've, uh, we're have we in it to win it here, I guess. Right. Um, I do want to mention, I know you're about to say where you can find us all, but um, we would love some more uh, feedback so that we can make our show better better and more appropriate more tailored to our audience but we really need your help to do that so um please leave us any kind of feedback even if it's bad i mean be nice about it but uh you know leave us some feedback uh, of any kind uh on any of the following yes yes please do i mean and we've got some people that are you know we've got one user at least now who's pretty dedicated who's been sending in the uh <laughs> Yeah. The, um, the, the, you're doing it wrong images, which we thank you for very, very much. Yep. But otherwise, we are available in all the regular places. You can uh, rate, review us, and listen to us on iTunes and Stitcher or tune in. Um, please go on there, leave us a comment. It takes a few, you know, measly seconds of your time, but it would mean the world to us. Or come do the Mixler live thing. We do the Mixler live thing. We um, try to, we strive to broadcast live every Saturday at 9 p.m., sometimes 9.45, depends <laughs> on how things go. But hey, well, who's, who's counting, right? We're splitting hairs at this point. Uh, otherwise, we can be found on Twitter at, at @badparentpcast. If you search for Bad Parenting Podcast on Facebook, we are there too. If you want to uh, communicate with us directly, you can send us an email to grounded at badparentingpodcast.com. Or you can call and leave us a voicemail at 503-609-0375. Otherwise, this is Justin saying, try not to be shitty parents. Peace out. And I want to say the closing song was actually the song I meant to play at the beginning of this month. I'm a little late on it, but oh, it's still technically it? the first, it's still technically May. Oh, it's my so, favorite. So we are going to uh, celebrate spring starting with a wonderful song about the uh, first of May. So have a wonderful week, guys. Bye. Scone and a large house blend Then a little conversation With my squirrel and chipmunk friends I said I'm sick and tired of winter And I wish that it was spring
when Redbreast began to sing. And he sang, Ooh, child, what'd you think a cold winter's gonna last forever? Ooh, child, now's the time for all the people to get together. Maybe I'll see you in Flagrante Delicto Grass below you, sky above Celebrate spring with a crazy little thing called Fucking outside I thanked him for the information I cried a little when he flew away I watched an episode of the People's Court And I tried to plan my day Called up my old lady She wasn't home so I called my girl I asked her if she'd like to join me As I entertain the world And I said Ooh, child, I bring a blanket And I promise I will brush the ants off Ooh, child, you're gonna like it When we're digging each other's pants off Outside Starts today, so bring your favorite lady, or at least your favorite thing. Water's not cold, baby. Dip in your big toe. Maybe I'll see you in Flagrante Delicto. Grass below you, sky above. Celebrate spring with a crazy little thing called fucking outside. To the park together We were walking in the midday sun we Met all kinds of people And we, we fucked everyone we Fucked the lady who sells ice cream We fucked a man with a tan sharp head Everyone needed fucking well they, they got fucked today So come on Child, open your mind and your heart Feel the spirit moving through you Ooh, child, you feel the warmth of the love When I stick it to you Outside Cause it's the first of me, first of me Outdoor fucking starts today Bring your favorite lady Or at least your favorite thing Water's not cold, baby in your big toe Maybe I'll see you in Flagrante Delicto Grass below you, sky above Celebrate spring with a crazy little thing called Fucking outside Fucking outside Fucking outside It's out there now Cure Coast